You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports supporters, we're going to talk about the Cleveland Browns. Earlier I did a video about the fact that one of the best stories this season is the resurgence, the reemergence, the the fact that Baker Mayfield has come back in such a way that he has and uh, re-solidified himself as clearly a starting-level quarterback in the NFL, a guy that's going to either stay in Tampa Bay for at least another year, which is what I think will happen, or a guy that will be signed as a free agent after the season by uh, insert number of, of quarterback needy teams here, right? I think the Patriots is one place a lot. There's already been talk about Baker uh, in free agency in the Patriots. Uh, so enter in the other great story, the fact that Joe Flacco, Joe Cool, I mean, the guy that was the Super Bowl MVP for the Baltimore Ravens way back when, Old Graybeard, 38 years old, coming back and becoming the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. It, it's strange. We're talking about all these quarterbacks that were either with the Browns or around the Browns. And Deshaun Watson, where are you? Question mark. Just wondering. Just one. Oh, you're out for the C. Okay. You're at, you was out last year for some other stuff, too. Massages, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, nonetheless... Joe Flacco's been a great story. Hell, Joe Flacco's turning into a movie script. Because yesterday, Joe Flacco was not great. Until we got to the fourth quarter and Joe Flacco all of a sudden turned into Joe Montana. And I kid you not, he put up the best fourth quarter a Browns quarterback has had in 45 years seasons and I'm not kidding that I'm not kidding at all and we're going to touch on the fact that it has now been known it has now been presented and it will now be put in front of the Browns what do you do at quarterback now knowing Joe Flacco's coming back for next year that he intends to play somewhere next year now I'm I'm assuming some of that will obviously be what happens the rest of the year. But you've got a team right now with all these offensive weapons and a great defense, great running game, Njoku, Amari Cooper, and you're just thinking, man, a good veteran quarterback, a good guy that can just, just get the ball up and down the field Get us in the scoring position because with the defense is good, if we do have to kick field goals, we got a chance to win games, and a lot of them. Joe Flacco threw three quarters yesterday. Flacco had completed just 54% of his passes, going 17 for 31 for 162, one touchdown, and three picks. Making matters worth, the Browns trailed by 10 to the Bears. This has turned into a very scrappy-ass Bears team, though. Let's give them some credit. This is not the Bears team from the beginning of the year. This is an improved Chicago Bears team. Justin Fields has certainly got better anyway. And we're at risk of falling to 8-6, and six, putting some serious pressure on their playoff hopes. We'll get to that in a second.
over the final three games. Trailing the Bears 17-7, things were looking bleak. But there was still time, and Flacco made the most of it. This is where it gets wild, folks. In the fourth quarter, Flacco was nearly perfect. 11 of 13 for 212 yards. He threw a second touchdown and had a passer rating of 144.4. But most importantly, it led the Browns offense to 13 unanswered points and an improbable 20-17 win. Quote, I think when you look at it, we just got a few chunks and then guys made good runs with the ball. 16-year veteran explained. I feel like they did a pretty good job of keeping us underneath them all day, and we were trying to take little bits at a time, but they were aggressive. As soon as they saw the ball thrown, they were breaking, making us go the long, hard way. And then late in the game, we started to get some chunk plays, and we definitely kind of thrive on it. When we can get those going, then we're a good offense. Flacco's 212 yards were the most for a Browns quarterback in a single quarter in 45 seasons. It should be noted, yet something else, another quarterback besides Deshaun Watson on a $230 million contract has accomplished for the Browns since he's become a Brown I mean, it's it's crazy. He has Njoku and Amari Cooper to thank as that duo posted 100 yards receiving each. The first time since 2013, Cleveland had two pass catchers amass over 100 yards in a single game. So, that leads us to this, folks. Uh, This, folks. NFL Network Insider Ian Rapport reported Sunday morning that Flacco wants to play next season and has no current thoughts of retiring, according to sources informed of the quarterback's situation. Flacco's one-year contract is worth $4.05 million with a base salary of $1.8 million and a $400,000 signing bonus. Rapport reported Sunday the contract also Includes escalation bonuses for playoff wins, two hundred and fifty grand for a wild card, five hundred thousand for a division, one million for the AFC title, and two million for a Super Bowl victory per Rappaport. That is going to make things very interesting for a player in front Flacco who once led the Ravens to the Super Bowl. A wild postseason run has happened before. Rappaport reported Sunday that before the Browns brought Flacco in for his November workout, zero teams had called. That's a travesty. I mean, looking at you, Jets. What the hell? Several did once Flacco got on the Cleveland practice squad. Dollars to donuts, the Jets called once he landed on the Browns practice squad. But Rappaport reported it was never likely that a team would lure the veteran out of Ohio. So, what does this mean for the Browns? Well, this is what the Browns are looking at. The current AFC playoff picture has Cleveland locked into the top 
AFC wildcard spot. But there are four other wildcard contenders just a game behind. With injuries piled on top of injuries, it is interesting that everywhere you look and watch and listen, listen, the Browns have a 90% or higher odds to make the playoffs. And here we are. This is the playoff picture. There's the Browns right there at 9-5. and five. At 9-5. and five. And here is the schedule that's left. All of these games are winnable. They are. I will present to you that Bengals game. Um, Jake Browning looks like he can play NFL quarterback. Now, we don't know how long that's going to roll. And, you know, if I'm a team that's going into the playoffs, I'm really hoping, frankly, and the Bengals are in as of right now. They're actually in the sixth wild card spot. If, if I'm anybody in the playoffs, there's two teams from the AFC I don't want to see, the Bills and the Bengals. And one of the reasons I don't want to see the Bengals is because, frankly, I think Jake Browning can play. And with those weapons, I think he can play. So I'm just throwing that out there. That game is in Cincinnati. It's going to be tough for the Browns to win that game, I think. All right. Now, great defense in the Browns. As long as the Browns keep, look, keep the uh, metal to the pedal or the pedal to the metal, they should beat the Texans even in Houston. I understand the Texans are 8-6, are and six, but you don't know. They've lost weapons that aren't coming back with Houston, and uh, C.J. Stroud may or may not be back. The Browns can win that game, but it's a huge game Christmas Eve. The Jets, well, I mean, you should win that game. That, that's your 10th win come hell or high water. And then that Bengals game is a big deal to end the season in Cincinnati. But if I had to wager, I'd say it's 11-6 or 10-7 for the, the uh, Cleveland Browns. That's, that's where I got them set. Now, question is, if you're a Browns fan, knowing you got Deshaun Watson coming back from a shoulder surgery, a broken shoulder, let's just call it that. By the way, he had a micro tear in his rotator cuff and other things. There's a world where he might not ever be the same. I understand Joe Flacco's 38, but he'll be 39 next year, yada, yada, yada. But he's still a Super Bowl winning and he's Super Bowl MVP kind of quarterback, all right? And uh, he's past his prime. But one could argue he's been on the wrong team. Some of these other teams, he's been on the Broncos, these Jets teams. Look, he wasn't on this current assembled Jets team, all right? Uh, so that's something I would think about. Would you re-sign? Let's say you make the, the AFC championship game and lose, but you make it. Do you want Joe Flacco back as your starting quarterback if he, say, demands $10 million? Or do you try to run it and play it forward with Deshaun Watson? I think that is a very 
compelling and interesting question. I mean, let's be real. He 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 turned that sucker into Kurt, Kurt Warner. He turned he morphed in the Joe Montana. He morphed into Kurt Warner in the fourth quarter of yesterday's game. I mean, it's worth asking. You got to remember. Think about Kurt Warner's trajectory. Really damn great career. Fell off. Was benched. Wasn't even a starter with the Giants. Late career resurgence. Arizona Cardinals made it to the Super Bowl. Was leading that game after a late touchdown with like a minute and a half left or something. And if it wasn't for Ben Roethlisberger pulling some magic out of his ass, Kurt Warner would have ended up with two rings. But nonetheless, he won one early, and then he come back, and he made it to another one late. I can't imagine what making it to a Super Bowl would mean for the Cleveland Browns. It's just something to think about. That Kurt Warner was benched, he was not seen as a starter anymore, and came back and had a great season when he got a chance to play full and made it to a Super Bowl. Now, he's coming in late, Joe Flacco, but I'm talking about next year. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.